Welcome to Talking Work, the employment law podcast by Use Laboris. In each episode, we invite a different guest to discuss what's happening in the world of work. If you're an HR professional of any kind, this podcast is for you. So first of all today, I should tell you that we've just put out a new guide on getting back to work in the time of COVID-19, called appropriately enough the Back to Work Guide. Um, It's aimed at international employers and it covers a large number of countries across the world and deals with things like what the current restrictions are in different countries, whether there are local lockdowns happening now, and then how to ensure workers are safe in the office and how to set up proper arrangements for longer term home working, if that's what businesses want to do. So joining me today is Tracy Zhu to talk to us about all these issues. Tracy is counsel in our member firm for China, Fangda, and she's been on our coronavirus task force since we set it up in March and has been central to helping us coordinate projects like the Back to Work Guide, which you can find on our website, by the way, at uselaborious.com. So hello, Tracy. Welcome to Talking Work. Hello, Deborah. Hi. Um, So now, as we know, a lot of countries are gradually getting back to work now in many regions of the world. And I think it's fair to say that many employers would be interested to understand a bit more about the experience that China's gone through and where you are now with it all. So, Tracy, could you give us a quick overview of how things are looking now in China? Sure. So uh, we can see uh, now the coronavirus is under good control in China. And we now have uh, zero middle or high-risk areas, and we do not have new lockdowns in the country. Most companies have resumed work since April or May. Uh, well, at the beginning of the work resumption, uh, we can see that measures such as separation of workers by weeks were adopted. But now almost all the companies are getting back to work normal order. Uh, well, cinemas are a little bit late behind the schedule, uh, but they are also reopened gradually from July and August. For schools, uh, they are also uh, reopened starting from the fall semester in this September. But many of them, especially for uh, kindergartens and primary schools, do not allow outsiders to come in for safe purpose. In our daily life, uh, the suggested social distance is one meter. Many people wear facial masks outside. And if you want to take public transportation like bus or metro, the driver or metro staff will request you to wear the masks. It is also suggested by the government that people should wear facial masks in a closed space with a high density of people. Wow, that's that's really interesting. Um, I, I can tell that China's quite a way ahead of some other regions of the world. I mean, you've still got a lot of mask wearing and um, social distancing, um, etc. But everything's opening up. Um, so that's that's really interesting to hear your perspective from China. Um, could you tell me then? So, how are businesses feeling about the outlook generally for the future in China? Is there a sign of optimism now about the the, the future and returning to to work? I think so. Uh, Well, the whole economy in China is running quite well now. Uh, The government is also adopting numerous actions to boost the business market, uh, such as uh, offering uh, favorable measures to lower uh, employers' social insurance burden introducing uh, tax preferential policies, etc. And well, uh, from the news, you can also see that uh, some new technologies are also developing quite fast in China, like 5G. 
And uh, well, uh, based on our uh, experience in dealing with our clients, we can see also that, uh, that some areas like the found and uh, IP markets are still very hot. Although some industries like uh, tourism and hotels, etc., are still under some pressure, but I, yeah, I do have an op- optimistic view of uh, the general business situation in China. Mm. Well, that's good to hear. It's good to hear that there are lots of signs like that. And I hope um, those continue to grow. Um, Moving now to something more particular to each individual business, um, how to keep workers safe in the office. This is something that we talk about very specifically for each country in the Back to Work Guide. But Tracy, maybe you could tell us something about how um, the businesses that you know about are dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, um, as a, a general legal requirement, employers in China have the obligation to provide a safe and hygienic workplace. So companies should regularly uh, clean and disinfect the workplace to ensure that uh, employees are staying uh, safe in the workplace. And also, uh, well, though it is no longer a mandatory requirement, companies are also encouraged to take uh, the workers' temperature regularly or distribute uh, facial masks and disinfectant equipment to workers. Uh, and many companies are doing the same in daily life, just yeah, to, to, uh, to ensure a, a safe working environment. Right, so moving on now to longer term homeworking, which is another subject we tackle in the guide. Of course, over the last few months, businesses all across the world have been effectively firefighting to deal with COVID-19. So people started having to work from home very suddenly and we, we just all did it. But it's a bit different doing that in a crisis and doing it in a more planned way for the long term and we're hearing lots about businesses now wanting to do this more systematically over the long term so I've got two questions for you about this Tracy first of all are many businesses in China that you know about planning to do this and if so what are the employment law issues that need to be resolved to make home working work properly for the long term Mm, well, we, we, we do see some businesses in China plan to do home working, but I think the majority do not have such plan uh, because, uh, because as the uh, coronavirus is under good control, while working in the office now uh, is generally safe and uh, employees do accept such uh, working arrangement in the office. Ah. Yeah. That, that's interesting. Because uh, in 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 Europe, um, I would say that a lot of people are are now asking to work mm-hmm. from home, seeing as they've seen how that it can mm-hmm. be done. Um, and so there's a little bit more pressure on employees, uh, um, employers perhaps in Europe and maybe in the US than than there is in China. Right. By the sound of it. Yeah, I think because uh, uh, generally uh, the employees uh, are confident enough uh, about the current uh, situation. So they are also willing to to like uh, get back to the, the normal uh, work arrangement, like working in the office or even do some uh, business travel. Yeah. Mm. 
but yeah, for for uh, employers uh, who who would be adopting uh, this arrangement of home working, I think there are some uh, employment issues that we uh, that I, I I'd like to share. First of all, uh, well, from uh, the legal perspective, it is advisable for uh, those companies to communicate this arrangement with employees, obtain their uh, consent, and. Uh, it is also a good practice to document this uh, arrangement in, in written form. So that's uh, the, the first uh, one. And also, I think, uh, because, uh, as I mentioned, uh, employers have the obligation to provide a safe working environment for employees. So this also applies to uh, the home working arrangement. That means um, we would also suggest companies to uh, consider uh, ex uh, assessing the risks of the working area in uh, in advance, and uh, uh, and providing uh, some additional equipment required for for the work uh, for the home working uh, on a case by case basis, uh, such as um, providing uh, essential laptop and IT support, and also uh, based on our experience. Uh, employees working uh, at home may also have an expectation that some allowances will be paid, such as the cost of wireless and uh, electricity. So for this point, we think that, uh, that the uh, company could agree the specific allowance that will be paid with employees uh, in, in a written form. Well, that's all very interesting. Thank you very much, Tracy, for talking to us. Um, I think we can all learn from how these issues are being t dealt with in China, and it's really interesting to get an insight into what's happening where you are. So thank you. Meanwhile, do take a look at our Back to Work guide. If you go to our homepage at uselaborous.com and click to find the Coronavirus Hub, you'll see it there and you can download it for free. That's it for this episode of Talking Work, but we'll be back very soon with more insights from our guests from around the world. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can also visit usaboris.com to access all our content resources and tools.